Oh my God, I'm chilling. What happened? Oh my God. Oh, I just can't. What? What up? What up, fam? What up, fam? You sound real close to them. You sound real close to the microphone just then. Yeah, it went real red in audacity, so (laughs) sorry. Sorry about that. Guys, we are on YouTube now. Shit. I got to figure it out. I sprung that on Rach, that announcement to uh, hold Rach accountable. I don't know why I even put it on her. I could figure it out too, but nah, I want her to do it. Okay, I'll get on that. By the time this airs, that will be true. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Also, I went back and listened to the very first episode and holy shit. Yeah. Our sound is so embarrassing. I'm wondering if we should fix it now or y'all, if y'all um recommend us and they listen to episode one, please tell them that we have fixed our sound since then. It is like I couldn't finish it. I know. Uh a coworker told me that <gasps> he started listening and he started with episode one. I was like, oh. The first episode is real. I promise we figured it out since then. He was like, oh, I didn't notice. I was like, then oh, you, yes, you don't. Yeah, he probably did. Or he, I was like, then you don't listen to podcasts that much. It was terrible. Oh my, it's I can't listen to it. I, did, I couldn't finish it. So I wonder where we went wrong. Whatever. I don't know. We were like, we were Googling what settings we should do. And as if Google knows our room set up or I don't know, it's probably yeah. just amateur hour. But I don't think I have, do you have any other announcements? No, I was trying to think. Um, We still have 50% off on twinks.com, T-W-I-N-N-K-S. We're having final sale. Help us get rid of that inventory. Please. Some of the loungewear is like down in the tens of quantities. So that's going, it's so comfy. Like I maybe just need to purchase it all myself. I have like a hundred of them though, but Nice little built-in bralette to keep you in place. It's so comfy. And it's just automatically applied at checkout. So go yeah. shop. Shop for your friends. Just lounge. Bras and loungewear. Yeah. Um, all right, great. Well, the only other order of business I had was to tell you I'm pregnant. Oh my God. Are you being serious? Yeah. <laughs> I'm <a> serious. <laughs> this is so funny. When you were like trying to contact like me. Shaking. Oh, for, oh I was like, the adrenaline going. I was like, Rach, when can you record? Oh my God. It's been a hellish two weeks uh, oh my god I was kind of thinking you were when you were like oh why aren't you answering when I was in Park City and I was like you were like so antsy to talk to me and then we recorded Monday and you didn't tell me anything so I was like oh maybe <laughs> she wasn't antsy for that reason <gasps> wait why didn't you tell me we've recorded this is our third time to record this week I guess by the time um Monday's episode was recorded that wasn't going to be that was going to air before I even go to the doctor. Like it's too, a little too risky. Oh yeah. Okay. Wait. Okay. Tell me, wait. So how far along 
When did well, you take the test? I took the test like two weeks ago and it's been torture not having to tell you. I, here's the thing. I found out too early. By the time this airs, I'll probably, I'll be eight weeks pregnant. Oh, wait, maybe we need to cut all this. No. Um, if we're, if I know it's risky, um, if something were to happen, we're in it together. I mean, I'd be open about that too. It happens to a oh. lot of people and all that. Um, but nothing's going to happen. But I'm... nothing's going to, and it's, I'm happy. And it is, but yeah, I found out, I've, I've found out like two weeks pregnant. I just skipped my period and I could just tell that then you can explain all these symptoms away of being pregnant, except the sore boobs that, yeah. yeah. If, it, if your husband touches your boobs and it feels like he's torturing you for information, you're pregnant. <laughs> Yeah, it really. Everything else I could explain away. And I was like, oh God, I just started my period. That was so weird. That apparently that was a fake period when I was like, Rach, I've had my period, but I it was like for two days and it was not when I'm supposed to. Yeah. Weird. Like I was about to call my doctor and I was like, oh, and Bear was like, go take a test. I, he was like, I know you're pregnant. And sure enough. Oh my God. I am so, um, so According to my flow app, the due date would be like October 21st. Like I'm real early. Whoa. I know. Oh my God. I am so am. I, I cannot I... believe y'all. <laughs> she took it that two weeks ago. I cannot tell you. We've probably spoken 400 times since then. And every time I was like texting, like, uh, no, the goal is to when I get back from maternity leave is to, I had it texted out, like things that I want to tell you. And I'm like, oh shit, she doesn't know. Like I have been oh my God, almost about to, yeah, told you via text. I've been so pissed. <laughs> I, but you almost about to slip. But I knew y'all were trying. So you could have just been like, assuming I'm pregnant. Right. Yeah. 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 That would have been an easy catch. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so, you know, <laughs> When you initially told me, can I just put this out there? Oh, this is on Zoom now. So this one would be on YouTube. <laughs> oh, man, my window is covered with a map of Greenville because the sun is glaring in here and it's in my face. So that's what oh. my background is and whatever. Oh, that's fine. But it, in the podcast audio, it's going to sound like I was just silent for 10 oh, seconds after you told me. So just... YouTube will explain that away because my face is just shocked. Mm -hmm. <gasps> oh my God, I'm so amped. Oh my God, that was so fun. Okay, now I really can't get into my story. <sighs> what are what are the events we're going to have where you're going to be pregnant and I'm not? Hold on. Now I'm annoyed. Easter. Easter. You want it? Oh, Birmingham. All of summer. Half of football season. It was the, it's the worst. But holidays, you're back in business. I know, I know. I did think about that. I'm like, oh, good. I can drink over Christmas. Well, honestly, I can drink at some football games too. So that's right. If you want. Yeah. To each their own. Mm. Okay. Mm. <gasps> oh, my God, I'm so amped. It better be a little girl because I have so much shit for you. Mm. Uh, I'm going to get rid of so much shit. Oh, uh, well, it's a win-win for me. Either I get a little girl or Britain has a baby brother best friend oh my god i'm so amped getty i know ooh, ooh. i guess we should tell um the rest of the fam before this airs <laughs> nah 
Is this a real testament of which of our friends listen to this podcast and who, which ones don't? That's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> no, that's exactly what we're going to do. And, and everyone listening, don't text other people we know and say, Rebecca's pregnant. This is a test. Yeah. No, this is a real <laughs> test. I like to see what order or what episode people are on to. Cause like someone texted me the other day. and was like, I'm so sorry. Carolyn had a seizure. I was like, oh, wow. You're just now listening to that one. All right. Yeah, that's like episode five, but it was sweet. Oh, yeah. All right. Now I can get into it. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Weight lifted. I was so certain I was going to screw that up before we recorded. I would have never waited two weeks. How dare oh, you? Remember I when I waited until you were coming to Asheville? No. To tell you about Carolyn? I was pregnant with Carolyn. Oh, yeah. It we came that kitchen. morning. You like walked in the door. I was like, finally, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Oh, you're so antsy. Had you just taken the test? Yeah. Oh, well, I was like, had just peed on the stick. Oh, yeah. You were pregnant during my wedding. Thank God you didn't know. <laughs> oh, my God. She's all right. She's all right. She's, She's a good right. girl. She's a good girl. Okay. Now, today I'm telling you oh the story. <laughs> I know. Okay. So can you imagine how miserable this has been how exhausted i've been working getting up early to listen to, i mean work on the podcast that's why i've been like i'm so tired that's why i couldn't record last night i was like i'm lounging and that's what it's gonna be oh my god for sure bless yeah. you during this time oh i know during the next really 12 weeks 10 weeks yeah all right i am telling you the story of sydney loof this is Rebecca telling her story. That's oh, right. Rebecca's the one that's pregnant. <laughs> Let's uh, make that real clear. <laughs> I think they know. Okay. Sources are All That Is Interesting, Wikipedia, Coffeehouse Crime on YouTube, Rolling Stone Magazine, NebraskaPublicMedia.com, and Going Out West Podcast did an episode on it. In November 2017, Sydney Loof was 24 years old living in Lincoln, Nebraska and working at a home improvement store called Menards. This is apparently a chain in the Midwest. Uh, we don't have it here in the South. It's like an Ace Hardware. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, it is. And if anyone needs a visual and you watch Southern Charm, the moment I saw her, she kind of looks like Taylor, Shep's ex-girlfriend. Like oh. Cute, blonde, dimples. Yeah. She's so cute. She's from Asheville. Hey, homie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she is. Growing up, Sydney struggled with anxiety and depression. She loved fishing, skiing, basketball, and golf, but she developed scoliosis in high school and it forced her to kind of give up all her favorite activities. So I think that kind of played a part in her mental health. Not oh. to mention, she had discovered that she was more attracted to women than men. Okay. I'm sure Nebraska isn't the easiest place in the world to come out to. Not to say that her parents weren't supportive because they were, they didn't care at all. It's just probably not easy to come out anywhere really true but she had switched antidepressants and everyone noticed that things were taking a turn for the better she was happier and she had a pep in her step and she was feeling great so things were on the up and up she decided to get back out there so Sydney got on tinder which is fun to play with but the actual process is torturous if I do say so myself oh <laughs> you were not you were on tinder I don't no, remember tinder I, I, was, I was a bumble girl myself but I hated the first you go on so many awkward dates oh my god and really it's just the first five minutes I really hated the rest of the night was always fine for the most part 
But you hate you always hated the meeting mm-hmm. like someone walking in you have to like be like is that him is it not god but i love in public in public so when i lived in charlotte i lived in a very secure building and i would always make my dating app dates pick me up so we could do the whole introduction in private not in front of people i mean it's probably not the smartest idea to have a stranger come pick me up but again it was a secure building a huge building too you wouldn't yeah. know where to begin if they you would need in. two fobs to get in and know which one that was which you would never know I couldn't get up there by myself yeah <laughs> I could exactly. walk down and find me exactly now if I did dating apps in DC that probably would have been a whole other type of batshit crazy stories but and all my friends followed me on find my friends and yeah. the moment I got in the car, I would snap a picture of him and make him turn to the side and snap a profile <laughs> picture. She had fingerprints, so, yeah. social security number. So anyway, I don't know why I was so awkward. <laughs> oh my God, I miss you being on dating apps. I would just, I would do it for all days. So Bumble, I'm very familiar with. I just, I was just picking out my next brother-in-law. It was so fun. <laughs> swipe left, swipe right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Douche, funny. You know. Right, right. And then, and then I'm at the love of my life at a, the old fashioned way at a bar. Hell yeah. Anyway. So Sydney was putting herself out there and really wanted to find someone who could potentially be a girlfriend. She wasn't into the whole hooking up thing. So she matched with a 25 year old girl named Audrey who looked like a cute brunette chick. And her picture had the classic flower crown filter on, you know, the one. Oh, I don't like that. Do not throw a filter up on your Tinder profile pic. Come on. I know. It's like the classic, the old school Snapchat one where your eyes are twinkling. Yes. (laughs) 100% know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. They kept the first date casual. They drove around smoking weed and got to know each other. (laughs) (laughs) I was taking a sip of water. I almost spit it out. You said that like that was the most standard first date. What are you talking about? You drove around <laughs> getting fucked up. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, this, that is the most casual thing you could do. I mean, <laughs> driving around in general, but and they just decided to smoke. Whose idea was that? And how do you even approach that? What if they were like, <laughs> what? No. I would no. be like, what? No. We're going to get a drink, please. I'm going to stay locked in your car while we both get high. (laughs) I don't think so. Right. (laughs) But it worked. They got to know each other. She had a lot of fun. When she got home, Sydney texted her friend Tara to tell her about the great date she was about. She just went on and how excited she was for their second date that they had already planned, which is always a good sign. If you plan your second date on your first one, things went really well. What's the stopping point of the first one? Like with dinner, dinner's over. You're done eating. A movie, a movie ends. You run out of weed, I guess. You run out of gas or run out of weed. (laughs) You run out of gas or weed. I'm just loving that first date. Okay, so they planned the second one. It went well. They're probably in the car for five, six hours. I don't know. I I know. I will say driving around smoking weed sounds so boring to me. I would be like, we're both like over 21. Can we go to a bar? Plus, I need to see how my date treats wait staff and bartenders i need to see them amongst people yes yeah it's always my rule that is so funny all right so even anyway sydney even called audrey her dream girl 
to her friend. Oh, that night? Yeah. Well, she was baked. She doesn't know shit. Who's <laughs> <laughs> to say? I love it. Okay, sorry. In between dates, they had exchanged roughly 140 texts. So they were pretty much talking all day and seemed to really hit it off. Wednesday came around and they planned pretty much the same date. Smoke, smoke some weed and drive around. Some, whoever's planning these dates is broke. Well, yeah. I mean, let's go to a restaurant. Let's make a reservation somewhere. I know. So Wednesday comes around, Sydney's all excited and it's butterflies galore. And she sent out a Snapchat selfie with ready for my date with the hard ads emoji as the caption. Her hair straightened. She's wearing a white lace top and she's doing that cute, like close smile, closed mouth smile that people with dimples do to kind of accentuate the dimples. I love that smile. You know, of course I mm -hmm. am married to someone with dimples, <laughs> very prominent dimples. Uh-huh. And I it's live for a little show off of them. Yeah. It's the smile that people do when they're asked to show their dimples. <gasps> yeah. You know, the closed mouth. Yes. The minute that picture was sent out, Audrey texted Sydney that she was outside. Unfortunately, that was going to be the last picture her friends and family would ever get from Sydney. Shit. I know it's so sad, but it is actually very helpful as well. She unknowingly gave them everyone the best clue they needed. Snapchat can solve <clears throat> crimes mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Why do you say that? Because it defaults to a set. I believe maybe this is not true anymore. I haven't Snapchatted in quite a few years, but it defaults to people knowing your location. And I think especially if you use it, it like freezes your location. <laughs> uncertain oh. like if you stop a picture your location is frozen there if you go down the street do it again you have another location that it like can really track you which is dangerous and helpful i watched a dateline recently where that completely solved the case yeah but you in know? this case she, the location would be her apartment well i know so. but if she's snapping throughout the night which oh, a lot yeah, of people yeah. do it right. could be very helpful right certainly helpful in the murdoch murders anyway mm-hmm when Sydney didn't show up for work the next day, her coworkers called her mom, who called the police that afternoon. The police did a welfare check the next morning with Miss Loof, and there was no sign of an altercation or forced entry, but they did find Sydney's glasses, purse, and car, which this made no sense to me. Her purse was left, which means she didn't take it, but maybe because they were just driving around. Or she got back home. No, she didn't. Oh, okay. But I dug for that answer, being like, why wouldn't she take her purse? But maybe because well, they were, because just they were only driving around smoking weed. Ain't nobody need no money, I guess. I know, but that clue really threw me off because no one mentioned her. Because that's my initial thought was, oh, she came back and was taken from her apartment. Yeah. But that wasn't the case. <laughs> she was like, don't need my purse because <laughs> this chick this, does this, not take me on real dates. Yeah, this scrub ain't taking me anywhere. For real. But more strange to her mom is that Sydney's cat's food and water bowls were completely empty. Sydney would never leave her cat unfed. The next few days, her friends and family were frantically posting on Facebook and Instagram, posting her tattoos in case anyone recognized them. And the entire town put up green ribbons to show their support and hope. Been there. I know. It reminded me of when Natalie went missing. Birmingham was dripping in yellow ribbons. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. Remember that woman who took a picture of every yellow ribbon in Birmingham and made an yeah. album? 
she made an album and sent it to Beth in Aruba to show show her support. What, yeah, show her what Birmingham looked like back home. Oh, oh so nice. That's nice. And I think she was a stranger too. I don't think Beth knew her. But anyway, it's just yeah. so nice for a family to see an entire town has come together when tragedy strikes. Yeah. So back to Sydney. Police checked cell towers and her cell phone last pinged around 8.30 p.m. the night of November 15th in Wilbur, Nebraska. This is about 30 miles away from Lincoln. They enlist the help of her friends who tell police that she had been out with a woman named Audrey but didn't know anything about her except that she lived in Wilbur, Nebraska. So they know that's where they have to start, but they know they don't have anything on this Audrey chick, which I can't imagine there's a ton of them. So I can't believe they didn't reach out to Tinder and be like, give me every Audrey that's in Wilbur, Nebraska. But whatever. that's true. I know. I don't, I don't, I don't or, know why they didn't do that. Or go ahead, download that app and start swiping right. left and right. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. They I don't do that. Detective. Sydney's badass friend, Brooklyn, decided to take matters into her own hands and create a Tinder profile. You know, yeah. give me a minute. I'll, I'll find her. Don't worry about that. She switched her preferences to women and made her distance setting up to 30 miles away and just started swiping left in hopes to come across Audrey to what she would swipe right to. Hell yeah. And it worked. Of course. Yeah, of course it did. But can you imagine the adrenaline when you see her and you're like, oh my God, I'm oh my about God. to swipe right. Please be a match. This is the moment. Does, is Tinder the one with like the super swipe that like you can... That or oh. you tell someone you really, really, really like them or something. I have no idea. Remember, you get like one a month or something. Oh yeah, no, that was Bumble. Uh, you like shake your phone to say like you're you get my. Oh yeah, you get I think one a day. Oh excuse me. Oh, oh I can't remember. You pass right. those out like candy. The, no, Tinder was not that because I think I, that was Bumble. But if you swipe right, if they never match with you. You can never see that person in your feed again. Like it's over. They could be gone forever. So that is like, shit. If I swipe right and I never get a match with this person, they're probably gone forever. Oh, I hope she used like some Sports Illustrated picture. <laughs> yeah. She makes sure that bitch swipes right back. <laughs> yeah, totally. She probably did. I don't have no idea. Yeah. So she swipes right. Nothing. No match. Until the next morning, she wakes up to a tender notification that Audrey matched her back. Oh my God. Can you oh, imagine that no, adrenaline? I, I would be like, I know. I'm in well, it. Well, the moment she saw that Tinder, she had a match on Tinder, she knew it was Audrey. She was the only one she swiped right to. So she was like, oh my God, this is happening. So she starts flirting with her. They talk all morning and Brooklyn asks for her number. And the moment she gets it, she hands it right on over to the police. Hell yeah. However... When police tried to dial the number, they realized it was a fake one created on an app used to disguise real phone numbers called Pinger. Oh, but, that's actually a good idea for the dating app world. Yeah, I guess. But like, why? Because if you ended up breaking things off early oh, yeah. on with someone and they were psycho, you could just get rid of that number easily. Yeah, I guess that's true. However, cops have the technology to uncover the hidden number. So they I would hope so. Yeah, Absolutely. So they looked up the original number and found out that Audrey was not her real name. The phone number was registered to 23-year-old Bailey Boswell. It didn't take them long to find an address associated with her name, and that's when they found out that she lived with her 51-year-old boyfriend, Aubrey Trail. So I guess her fake Tinder name was a play on his real one. 
Okay. Aubrey. Yeah. She met Aubrey a few years prior through a website called Backpage, which is an online advertising website for sex work. Oh. Aubrey was a real asshole who had a history of petty crime. His go-to being to write bad checks to vulnerable antique shops and pawn the stolen goods. Wait, <laughs> hold on. He would write bad checks to vulnerable antique shops. What are vulnerable antique shops? Just like mom and pop shops? Yeah. Who trust anything? Yeah, it's pretty much every single antique yeah. shop you've ever think of. Now, I literally cannot think of nicer people than those who own antique shops. Mm -hmm. You are mm -hmm. robbing old couples who enjoy a simple life, who wear reindeer antlers for the full month of December. Oh my God, like these, yeah. You are a true monster. Oh my God. Yeah, that's... So he would write bad checks to them, take the goods, pawn them, and then when the check bounced, he was just like, bye. Yeah, I'm out of here. Fake okay. name, they know nothing. They probably, you know, went off a handshake and took his word. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know. There's so many. He actually had a few warrants, though. One being the fraudulent checks and another being possession of a firearm as a felon. And Bailey had a warrant for possession of weed. Go <laughs> Obviously. Figure. Right. But these are child's play compared to what they found out about his personal life. Aubrey would manipulate and use cult-like tactics to lure girls into being, quote, his witch. And he referred to himself as the sugar daddy vampire. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Sugar daddy means rich. You rich? Well, you'll, you'll see. If you're stealing from antique shops, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, totally. But he did have several girlfriends. Bailey was head witch. And he told them he had supernatural powers like mind reading and the ability to fly. Whatever. Whatever. And he would pay these girls a weekly allowance of $200 as long as they followed certain rules. That's not a sugar daddy. I'll what? go right there. 200 bucks. I know. A week. Please. Apparently, he also paid for like manicures, meals, um, things, uh, whatever. So these were the rules. They had to contact him every three hours. They had to call him daddy. Gross. Right. Help him with his antiques game and participate in group sex. So has, this is all in exchange for 200 bucks a week right. and, a, and a manicure here and there. Right. Get out of yeah. here. But we don't know what these girls' home lives were like. So. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Sorry. So cops had their address. And on November 18th, they went to talk to Aubrey and Bailey, but no one answers the door. They asked the landlord if she noticed anything unusual in the last few days. And she said the downstairs apartment, Aubrey and Bailey's, did have a strong, very strong smell of bleach. So Ooh. strong that the upstairs tenant threw up and complained about breaking out in a rash. Whoa. Yeah, it's a lot. The following day, they get a search warrant and go back to the apartment and immediately notice the strong bleach smell. And a lot of their stuff was gone. So they're clearly left town. And this kind of put cops at a loss until Bailey and Aubrey posted a video a week later on the Fine Sydney Loof Facebook page. Holy shit which at the time had about 30,000 members. This was the dumbest and greatest thing they ever could have done. It's a very weird video. And obviously I'm going to play a little for y'all, but want to describe what they're doing first. They're in a car 
Bailey has the phone facing her and is wearing giant sunglasses and a black hoodie that's pulled all the way up. So you can't even see what color hair she has. And Aubrey's in the back and is only showing his left eye. Okay. Like, oh, only his left eye is in frame. Good morning, Lincoln and Omaha and probably several other places. This is Aubrey Trail and this is Bailey Boswell. I guess y'all also know her as Audrey. But we spent the last few days watching ourselves being slammed and crucified in the newspapers and the news and everything else. So we thought it was time we had our say. Uh, we're not trying to defend anything. We're not trying to make you believe anything. We just feel we should get to say our side since everyone else gets to say theirs. Did me and Bailey do about a $100,000 a year business in antiques on uh, eBay, the antique malls in Lincoln, Omaha, all this stuff. Uh, they they will have you believe that I'm still just a criminal running around. Uh, but, you know... I don't really need to explain all of that because as far as I know, I'm not wanted for anything. I'm a person of interest and I'm not really running from anything. I mean, naturally I can't go home now because my house has been swarmed, searched, and I'm being looked for. But, uh, and I assume that I have a warrant out of state somewhere now. So that kind of cancels that out. So uh, this has pretty much cost me my life, and uh, I appreciate that from the Lincoln Police Department and the FBI and all those other agencies. But uh, I pray for Sydney. I hope she's found soon. Um, I wish the family the best. Uh, I'm sorry that she wasn't with you on Thanksgiving, and that's pretty much all I can say for now. Here's Bailey to tell you whatever she wants to. I'm fixing to step aside and get out of this. Thank you for listening. Hi, good morning. I'm Bailey. Audrey on Tinder and a few other names because I have warrants, but this really isn't about me. This is about Sydney. And I'm just kind of want to tell you what I've already told the Lincoln police more than one time. I met her on a Tuesday. We drove around Lincoln, smoked weed, had a great time. We hit it off. I dropped her off at home, picked her up the next night at her house. We drove around, smoked weed again, oh, made yeah. our way to my house where we smoked wax and shatter. And I Wait. gave her a quarter ounce of some really good weed. Uh, I went to take her home. And she asked me to drop her off at a friend's house. So I did so. I gave her my number. We were planning to go to the casino that weekend. Um, I mean, I haven't heard from her since. I just, I really don't even know what else to say. I've been seeing all this stuff on the news presses and the magazines and the news and I just I guess I just want the family to know that I'm truly sorry and I didn't have anything to do with this and I hope that Sydney is found very soon she is a sweet amazing girl um I don't know Babe, do you have anything else to say I hope also that Sydney's found soon 
we wish the family the best. We're sorry you're going through this. As far as all this stuff that the police department is putting in the papers, putting on the news, what they're feeding to the media, what they want the media to know, um, there's nothing I can do about that. There's nothing she can do about that because the police department is going to do what suits them best. Yeah, I know that's coming from a criminal, so, you know, you'll believe what you will as far as the police department is concerned. But as far as I'm concerned, what they're chasing us around like dogs, I wish the family the best. I mean, no disrespect to anyone. I wish Sydney the best. But as far as the police department, you. Yeah. But She's police. She saw it in the news presses and the news. <laughs> also, you did a face right where I was hoping you would notice when he says, I'm not on the run. I obviously can't go home because the cops have swarmed my apartment and I'm being looked for. <laughs> That's the run. There you I go. Mean, you just defined it. <laughs> um, and also, what is cheddar? And, and what wax? wax? What I don't is know. that? I don't know. Probably types of weed. I have no idea. Oh okay. my gosh. That is, are there 15 million comments under it? Oh, is yeah. it still up there? No, this video was actually taken down within the hour. Damn but it. It was a huge backfire on them. Comments were, were apparently blowing up about how inappropriate it is, how weird it is that they're not showing their face, et cetera. So, yet they're not on the run. I love yeah. it so much. I know. So good. They so articulate. So great. So, Aubrey feels the need. He needs to respond to all these comments by posting another video. This yeah. time it is chest up full face hi folks on betrayal here uh people things i'm gonna talk about i've been watching all day i just watched the news that's why i'm making this but i've been watching a lot of posts and comments today so so far today from the comments uh we have apparently murdered this lady just curious are we not allowed to tell our side of this and of course, again, I'm just a criminal, so you're going to believe none of this. And I guess it's really irrelevant because we've pretty much decided to turn ourselves in and see where this goes. If I'm a thief, I'm a thief. But I mean, goddamn, I've never killed anyone in my life. I've never hurt a female in my life. So take that for whatever the hell it's worth. I'm a crook. I'm a thief. I've been all my life. Okay? But I'm not what you're trying to make me out to be. You say we're disgusting, that... You guys are pissed at us. I don't think we're the disgusting ones. Because what the fuck happened to America? Trial, freedom of speech. What happened to not guilty until proven guilty? And this is what I look like. You say we're hiding. It's what? Blue eyes, teeth, brown hair. I, not hiding at all. Have a nice day. So this was posted at midnight. And luckily this time, someone called the police immediately. So within minutes, the cops saw it, concluded that wherever they are filming this from, they're likely staying for the night. They contacted Facebook for the IP address, which was connected to a Verizon wireless number. Then Verizon was able to track where the phone was, which was in a motel called the Windmill Inn in Branson, Nebraska, which is about six hours from Lincoln. 
Wait, they got all that information that quickly? Yes, I cannot say it enough. I love that type of investigative work. I like when when people work together. I know, when non-government agencies get involved to solve a crime in the middle of the night, I'm like, hell yes. Well, especially Facebook and Verizon, I feel like that has come up since, and it takes a long time to get all those permissions and all of that. No, I guess they called Zuckerberg personally. <laughs> totally. He was like, sure, why not? I don't give a shit. Yeah, what do I care? But because Sydney was still missing at this point, and they had no proof that Aubrey and Bailey were involved, Branson police, who are working alongside the FBI at this point, had to arrest them for the unrelated warrants. So on November 30th, Bailey was arrested for failing to appear in court for a marijuana charge, and Aubrey was arrested for possession of a firearm as a felon and police held them while gathering information on Sydney's case. Now, back in Lincoln, there was a still hope that she was still alive, and there's billboards going up in Lincoln and in Omaha asking for the public's help. Sydney's father is in front of the cameras begging someone to come forward. Everyone is so optimistic, but unfortunately, that came to an end on December 4th, more than two weeks after she went missing. Thanks to cell phone analysis, cops narrowed down the search area to a small-ass town called Edgar, which is about an hour and a half west of Lincoln and only has about 500 people living there. They looked at the cell towers where Aubrey and Bailey's phone pinged, and it led them to a gravel road where they found a black trash bag in a ditch. When they opened it up, they found a severed arm. Oh, shit. Sadly, it just so happened to be the arm where Sydney had a tattoo that said, everything will be wonderful someday. So they oh. immediately knew it was her. Yeah. That is sad. I know. Over the next 24 hours, they found 13 more trash bags, each containing different parts of Sydney. Whoa. Mm-hmm. The hell's their problem? Oh, you'll see. Oh, God. They also found gruesome warning that her tongue, heart, and lungs were missing. Ew. Mm -hmm. Oh God, they're like selling organs on the black market or something sick. Ew, I, actually, it's never determined what they did with those or why. It's probably some ritual because they're fucking witches uh, yeah, and vampires. That's, that's, it's totally. Yeah. She also had no blood left in her body, so they had to come up with another way to do a toxicology report. But when they did, they found that only alcohol and her antidepressant medicine was in her system. So she was conscious at the beginning of this attack, which they oh. think was strangulation. Oh, I know. And I'm sorry to have to tell y'all that, but misery loves company and I have to know. So y'all have to know. Yeah, that's true. But it is always the hope that like, please GHB or something be in her system. So we know that she didn't feel anything of it. Yeah. Or you're just knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. You feel no pain or fear. Oof. Sad. It was also determined that a hacksaw or handsaw was used for the dismemberment. This is important because police happened to uncover surveillance of Aubrey and Bailey on November 15th, the day of Bailey and Sydney's second date, at Home Depot, buying a hacksaw, a handsaw, replacement blades, and plastic drop cloth. Mm. Surveillance then showed them at another local store buying a meat grinder and a folding saw. Oh my God, gross. But this is the creepiest. Security cameras showed Aubrey entering the Menards where Sydney was working, and it was clearly to check her out. The surveillance shows them crossing paths and making eye contact for a split second as she's about to start her shift. 
She walks the opposite direction of him and he turns and watches her, buys nothing and leaves. Ooh, that is really creepy. Uh Uh-huh. And it was right at the beginning of her shift, literally 1159 to be exact, that Bailey texted Sydney to ask how her day was going and tell her that she's so excited about their, their date that night. So she's texting from the parking lot in Aubrey's car. Oh, oh my God. God. Gross. Uh-huh. They're like stalking her like prey and she has no idea. Oh my God. She's just like random customer. Yeah. I think about that a lot when I pass. This is so, what's wrong in my brain? Whenever I pass, this isn't every single time, but I'll often think like I'll pass a man, anyone. He didn't doesn't do anything. And I'm like, what if you like torture and murder people? Like, yeah. how, I wonder how many strangers in my life I've walked by on the street who have murdered someone. Isn't there a statistic about that? Like <gasps> in your lifetime, you've walked past three serial killers or something. And I'm like, I don't know. How many? Or like, how many who? Yeah. 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 Well, who are they? How do we know? <laughs> that was good. Love a voice fry. <laughs> or like, you're a rape. Have you ever raped someone, sir? Yeah. I'm just walking by you. You're and not giving me any sort of vibe. I'm just thinking that someone has. Right. She probably <sighs> did that sweet little cute smile what accentuates her dimples. Like customer like, mm, like acknowledging them. And little, do- he's like, I'm Ew. here for you. You will be dismembered tonight. Oh, gross. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. No, that's okay. I'll, I'll do the same thing. So I think everyone does. Right. <laughs> Right? Surely, of course. <laughs> Y'all do, right? June 2018, Aubrey and Bailey were officially charged with her murder. And a year later, in June 2019, Aubrey's trial begins. And holy shit, is it eventful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so first, I, oh yeah, what? I was just going to say, clearly this is not his first murder. Like he said in that video. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he was lying to us in that video. I believed him. I know. First... This is not the eventful part that he obviously claims that it was a sexual act gone wrong and he accidentally strangled her during an asphyxiation fantasy. What? That's always the answer. Like, I know. It's so, <sighs> okay. And Aubrey, ain't nobody having sex with you on their own free will. Oh, okay. Straight women do not want to have sex with you, let alone cute 24-year-old lesbians. You right. are repulsive and you have a drooping handlebar mustache to prove it. Oh, Lord. And yeah, she doesn't like men anyway. Right. Okay. (laughs) Next. Right. Someone twice her age and who is repulsive. Yeah. Then the best part. While prosecutors were calling up a witness in the middle of the trial, he screams, Bailey is innocent and I curse you all and stabs himself in the neck with a razor and falls back in the seat. What? yes it's on video yes he survived it was like a big razor come on but how did he have a razor <laughs> no i don't know and no one knows i looked that up nick how the hell did he sneak a razor in that bitch but you know in his head he's thinking like this is gonna be the coolest way to go out <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna off myself in front of everyone i'm gonna go down in history and the doctor's like it's like, mm, no no full recovery you barely broke skin someone have a band-aid <laughs> take your band-aid and get back to court <laughs> even in the what video were the jurors doing are they like they all gasped 
No. They all gasp. The judge yeah, my- doesn't even flinch. <laughs> she, she literally is looking. The camera's on her because it's about to be a witness on the stand. And she just doesn't flinch. She's like, okay, everyone stop recording. The defendant got a boo-boo. Yeah, we got to get find a Band-Aid. Or- that's all she says. Stop recording. I'm like... <laughs> that is really stupid and i do want to know why how he got a razor bailey is innocent and i curse you all i mean it's like dramatic dramatic. yeah hell yeah how can it not be when you yell i curse you all did he get it did he get a standing (laughs) oh no everyone is just like staring at him it's like so what i cut my leg this morning shaving (laughs) no one's no one's impressed no one cares right anyway let's bring the witness on the stand you sit still <laughs> he did have to be handcuffed the rest of the trial because like you're you're a menace to this courtroom and i guess a danger kind of but you're and not good the, at it the judge required that the jury take that outburst out of consideration when deliberating and i'm like okay well then jetta mind sweep my brain he's yeah. like no i can't never they're only human (laughs) sure it's erased i'll never think about it again (laughs) okay right so that little outburst is done it's great it's cute it's cute adorbs a lot of aubrey's now ex-girlfriends testify against him as a witness one told the jury that both aubrey and bailey talked often about murder and torture and that aubrey even showed her bailey's killing bag which had tools and weapons in it Another witness said that Aubrey told her to talk about torture during sex to help Bailey get off. Ooh, whoa. Isn't that so gross? And she said that Bailey often talked about her fantasies of dismembering of someone. Okay. Why were the girlfriends spared? Well, they were witches. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, they were witches. They didn't, they weren't killed. They were his it's like manson and his followers exactly like they're going to be survivors okay they did all tell the court all his girlfriends told the court about the rules that i told you about earlier but said there was one rule none of them could get on board with except bailey he told them that in order to become an actual witch they would need to take the last breath of a woman and the more they tortured her the more powerful they would become the trial took years, and he finally admitted that everything he had set up to this point was a lie. No Weird. kidding. And he said, quote, I lured her there to try and pull her into our group. But once I sat Sydney down and explained to her my, cr- my criminal activities and group sex, I knew I made a big mistake. I had no doubt that she was going to tell people what I told her. She did nothing but reject my lifestyle and threatened to expose me, so I killed her for it. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And a few of his other girlfriends testified that's how they got recruited, meeting Bailey on Tinder, and then soon after meeting Aubrey, who pitched them this idea. So it all checks out. And he had seven of them? I think he had up to 12 girlfriends at one point. I don't think I, I, I can't specified. believe that many were just like, oh, okay. I don't know when he gave them this rule, though. A, they're okay. probably a little petrified, but for all they know, it was told to them like the day before they killed Sydney. So good God. He is sentenced to death in June, 2021, four years after Sydney's murder. Then Bailey's trial starts, which is obviously the defense argues that she was terrified of Aubrey. He threatened <laughs> her and she only acted under his emotional dominance. Blah, 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 blah. blah. 
Carla Homolka, Paul Bernardo, mm-hmm. Song and Dance. And that's episode 15 if people want to hear that one. But because of this, she was spared the death penalty, but she did get life in prison without the possibility of parole. Good. And that's my batshit story of the week. I never know how to end it. <laughs> the end. The end. I'm how glad they're both. insane is that? In jail. That was recent. He hasn't even been, he's been in jail just over like a year yeah, on death her- row for just over a year. Her, not just over but you know yeah her trial was delayed and i think it was because of covid and i was like whoa what when was this yeah it was it took a while yeah oh that's so sad i know and like i was almost done with all my research everywhere and i got to bailey's defense at the tail end of it and her defense was so that she could be with her daughter and i'm like wait what and i could find nothing else but yeah she has a daughter i'm like a three-year-old how old not, was she again not with not with aubrey right she was 23 okay i'm like Yikes. oh god that poor child so i didn't even mention her because i'm like y'all didn't mention her till the tail end of the trial my god yeah. so sad very so sad that is insane everyone be careful on dating apps oh, uh god. send Yo. your friends everything trust no one people are the worst and this proves it yep and have a good one don't if someone on your dating app does recommend that y'all's first two dates is just driving around smoking weed or otherwise just driving around sober i'm like that's a horrible get out of there worst idea you know yeah but what if they are what if they don't have a lot of money and they still want to go on dates sit on a bench in a park Uh, Mm, parks are sketchy at night take a walk in a park yeah i guess there's plenty of free i'm sure your community has great free public events you know yeah um (sighs) yeah good one god it wasn't crazy for so i've been so into dating app horror stories there are a few on youtube that have like five of them like top five horror stories that happen on dating apps shit like that they have one for everything. It's like top five scariest things that happened in Target. It's like everything. Yeah, very yeah, specific. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, people are such psychopaths. I wonder what Tinder, I wonder if they've taken the right steps. I don't know what they are. Yeah. To do like serious background check or like make them scan in a license. Make sure they're at least giving the right name. Does Bumble yeah. make you do that? I can't remember. I don't think so. Not when I was on it. Hmm. Let's power up the apps and see. Just kidding. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to. I don't want to. But someone tell us if there are any like precautionary security measures in place now. Yeah. I bet we could I look it so. up too, but I just really want to be told. <laughs> but that sounds like work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, y'all. Thank y'all. Join Patreon. Follow us on, you know, TikTok, Instagram, I guess YouTube now. I got to get on that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank y'all so much. Tell your friends. Love y'all. I love you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.